0: It's to a Lonely Town of Killers podcast with Jimmy and Derek. Today we've got a special interview guest. We're here with Justin Seely, who's the mayor of Nephi. Justin, welcome. Thank you. Glad to be here. Uh, we're, we're glad to have you on. We, we thought having the mayor here would be a good opportunity to help people know what people from Nephi are like. You know, you've already listened to us, hopefully, a lot, and, uh, you know, we don't live there anymore. We still have strong ties there, but we figure the mayor is about as good of a representative of the town as we could get, so yeah.
1: thanks for coming on. You're welcome. You know Nephi is a, a a great place to live. We chose to keep our family there. My son was pretty talented athletically and there were a lot of schools up north that wanted us to move up north and in fact in in my career I had an op- I drove clear from Ogden, Utah to Nephi. I made that commute because it was important enough uh, important enough for us to raise our family there. And even in high school when everybody wanted us to move up north for potentially better athletic opportunities for my son, we still t- decided to stay in town, and you know, and the benefits that come from our community far outweighed what we thought any potential uh, other opportunities would be. So that was <laughs> what we decided
2: to do, I guess. That way, so. And for the people that don't know where Ogden is in in uh, relative to where Nephi is, I mean, that's what three, four hours. Yeah. Each day round trip.
1: Um, well, I would go up, and I, I rented I rented a room. Um, Monday through Thursday, and then put as many hours as I could. And then drove half um, home on Friday. So, but it is three to four hours away. But so that's, that's some dedication. Wow. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, I, uh, um, I always had to take water from home up there because I, I just I struggled drinking city water, <laughs> and so my roommates would get a big kick because I'd bring all these jugs of water, and um, I just. I don't know. I just can't drink city water very well, so I had to have me some good old country water. So, 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 how long have you been in Nephi? So we moved there in 1986. Um, uh, we moved from Farmington, New Mexico. Uh, what brought us to Nephi was family. My my dad wanted to be closer to an aunt that meant meant a lot to him, and so uh, we moved there to be closer to our aunt, his aunt Ina, um, and so yeah, we came from there to. My first day of school, I showed up with a massive concussion, and was sicker than a dog. And a lot of people remember seeing me upchuck out on the lawn because I just was, you know. My mom said, "You gotta go to, you know, to first day
0: kind of thing," but I was pretty sick that day, so I made a, a good first impression. Yeah, first impression,
1: <laughs> one to remember. So, but.
0: so how was Nephi different from Farmington? How did that hit you as a as a kid? A lot of the same, up op- because Farmington was about the same size,
1: so. I mean, we grew up playing outside a lot and being involved in different things, right? The more, um, the deeper aspect was definitely the agricultural side to it. Um, We didn't, you know, there wasn't a lot of agriculture where we were at in Farmington. And so when we came to Nephi, you know, the horses, the, and that was kind of getting back to the roots because my dad was a, was a farm boy through and through his family had a ranch over in chester utah so it was kind of back to the roots in fact my aunt ida gave us a horse when we came there from our sealy so from the sealy ranch and you know that was a big thing and and
2: so it was kind of getting back to those country roots kind of thing so nice. so it's killers podcast so i'm just gonna jump forward a little bit okay. when did uh when did the killers first come on your radar probably the grammy awards when they came in we're
1: filming uh, down there and getting the, the town's perspective from there. That's probably the first time uh, that I had really kind of cued in on what was going on and and those kind of things and started listening to the album then. And then just kind of became a
0: fan instantly uh, that way. So so uh, that was a, a Utah TV station that came down to do some interviews. Is yeah, I it think was it
1: was the um, they interviewed interviewed the Mezersmith family, and they were up to the high school, if I, I'm i trying to remember correctly. Yeah, all some of, the, Yeah, some of his yeah. nephews,
0: I think. Yeah, maybe. yeah,
1: and, and that kind of thing, and so... That was the first album, I think. I think that yeah. was Hot Fuss. Yeah. Be. In fact, it was my bar, uh, my beautician, barber, whatever you want to <laughs> call, uh, that I've had for pretty much my whole life, that, you know, was telling, giving me the rundown of what was going on, so I left there and had to go check it out to see, you know, go find the album to see it, what it was all about, and I was like, that's awesome. I liked it quite a bit, and so kind of that was where it started it kind of turned in more to a, a family tradition so we missed the sandstown um tour because um, my wife was sick during that time or something i can't remember exactly what was going on we didn't go go to that one but we we started going as a family for oh my gosh now i just forgot day space and age. yeah day and age spaceman uh spaceman and, and that and so uh uh, we went there, and in fact, I just was looking at a picture, and I've got my kid Ashton. He's probably what twelve or so, and um, a bunch of the other kids locally, and all of my little group of friends, and we all went up to the Maverick Center and went to the concert. And then we had actually got backstage passes. Um, in fact, Brandon's team was amazing. My wife was in a wil- has been in a wheelchair during that time, and they made sure that we were kind of in this area, and his assistant came over and said, hey, you know, here's your backstage passes. They only gave us a few at the time, so we kind of had an inner drawing among this group of 15 people of who got to go backstage and and meet him. And, you know, I I, I was just thoroughly impressed from the get-go of just how kind and um, how kind of an individual he was and how he took the time to kind of meet each person. And, you know, of course, in a Utah concert, he probably gets inundated pretty hard with everybody, Mm -hmm.
0: but just... Just a really super nice individual, you know, that kind of... So, I like that experience. So, how many times do you think you've seen them, The Killers or Brandon live? I think I saw you posted... You went to one of his uh, solo tour concerts. Yes. So, uh, I went to both of those when he came.
1: Uh, the second one, we went to that one. The governor was there to that... Uh, wanted to be to that one. So, in fact, he hang out. he hung out with Brandon's family... There during the concert, and so after he was standing like, "Hey, how you doing?" He was the lieutenant governor at the time, uh-huh. but so went to that one. They did the one at UVU. Then he's done the, the Delta or the what is it now? What whatever, yeah. They, yeah. Yeah, yeah, whatever. <laughs> I'm aging myself, right? When I call it the Delta Center, it's right? always the Delta yeah. <laughs> that So that one, I've just done anything that they've done in Utah. Um, I probably the the second t- tickets came on sale for this concert. Um, bought my group and our little group got together and like, OK, you know, everybody coordinate their tickets together. So we got quite a group going to that one on the 22nd of August, if I remember correctly, that's the date or is it the 23rd. Anyway, somewhere. It's, yeah, it's right got right those there. tickets, like literally
2: have them a year in advance. So but uh-huh. that's just a given that way. So <laughs> so uh, when you're backstage and, and talking with Brandon, you bring up Nephi, Do you have any stories of bringing up Nephi or is it more just, hey, nice to meet no. you and, and that kind of thing?
1: I've had some conversations with him in different locations, more about community and those kind of things. But um, at the concert, I'm I'm, I'm one of those people that I don't think people get pressured and inundated so hard with everybody. You know, I maybe get a picture with my daughter and Brandon. Right. My daughter really enjoys going to the concert and those kind of things. But as far as trying to monopolize time or whatever. Not, not that kind of thing because, you know, there's they're getting inundated so much that I, I try to be, I know it probably sounds weird, but so many other people around that it's, don't want to continue, you know, just to kind of monopolize time or maybe, yeah. you know, not, uh, or, or captivate, I, I don't know, that's probably not even the right word, but just take away from others' experience, you know, it's just get a signature and those kind of things and then then let him, you know, do that because there's about, Three hundred more people that want the same thing, right? Yeah. And so, but he's always been extremely nice and sweet. Um, his uh, nephew um, has always been, you know, helped out, and his uh, sister has always helped us get backstage and those different things. And so, you know, just to interact with them, hang out, and kind of, you know, do that that way. So.
2: So what do you think Brandon has done for? Because you're you're you got kids. You're. A lot more connected with the younger generation than me and Jimmy, especially Nephi. Yeah. What what has Brandon done, or what's he meant for the youth in the community of Nephi? I,
1: I think um, I think he's a great example of, of someone who pursued a dream, and that um, no matter if you're from a small community or a large community, you're still able to make it if you work hard and you pursue those dreams, and you're able to you know, you, make it ha- you just have to be dedicated and willing to risk and take that opportunity. So that's a, a lot of the kids that I work with in different things. If I relate that story, it's like if you're willing to risk and take a chance and, and are committed to your convictions, then those opportunities are there. You just have to be able to do those kind of things. My children, they enjoy the music but more importantly they've been impressed with just his backstage mannerisms and just how kind he is you know and and it's a good lesson to walk away and and to be able to show your kids and them say like as famous as he is he just is you know as normal as normal or or as nice as nice you know that you get those preconceived notions in your head sometimes about the rich and famous right Mm -hmm. and and he's just I've never experienced that with him He's he's just very kind and you know, nice. And and my and that's made an impact on my children to see those kind of things. So I wanted to ask, how do you feel Nephi has changed since you grew up? When I was growing up, I think I graduated with a class under a hundred. I can't remember the exact number right now, but I wanna say it's underneath a hundred. And the population probably around three thousand, five hundred kind of thing. You know, you were you really were able to notice every you you knew who everybody was, you you had those types of relationships. And it was that little community and kind of if if people want if you didn't want everybody knew everything no matter what, right? It didn't matter that way and and probably one of the hardest transitions for me with my children is they don't know all their classmates like I'll ask my kids constantly can you tell me all your classmates and they can't tell me you know well my class my class is 400 big or whatever big and I feel bad that they've missed out on that opportunity because you know I, I can each one of my classmates I have a cher- cherished story with each one of those you know and, or, or, or an event that I can relay back to with those individuals and people and so it's been a- interesting from that perspective um, the, the, the growth that's occurred within the community and especially the last little while. So, uh, not on, only am I a, a super fan of the killers, but, uh, uh, if you did your research, um, I'm a super fan of Randy McKnight and, um, <laughs> you know, to, to have a city administrator or someone to have enough foresight over a 37 year career to kind of the way that our community was developed and the slow growth that was able to take place there and how we we kind of grew filled in everything inside and now we're kind of growing outside to me was always fascinating um and to be able to to see those type of things and it preserved a lot of what I think Nephi is you know um one, one person asked me what does Nephi mean to you and it's one high school one one community one one event kind of thing you know i look back and Um, with the passing of my brother, how much of the community reached out to us and was there during our time, that time of need, when my wife was paralyzed, how much of the community reached out. And, and, you know, it was that constant, everybody there to show up. And uh, my daughter diagnosed with her issues and to have, once again, the community kind of, they truly are there for you because there's that one love and one, uh, one community kind of feel to me. So I like those kind of things and and I don't wanna see that go away, but yet I understand growth has gotta happen, right? So
2: Yeah, there's there's no stopping it at this yeah. point. But no. Um yeah, even when me and Jimmy uh, were in school together, I think we knew everyone in our class had had an opportunity to have some interactions with them, whether they liked it or not. They had to deal with us and uh, to hear that with uh, kids not knowing everyone in their class, I I mean that kinda of blows my mind with Juab yeah. High School. So yeah, that's
1: interesting. I definitely have had a hard time wrapping my head around that. (laughs) So my boys, my kids just can't comprehend that you would know every one of your classmates. It
0: just, it's like this novel, crazy thing, right? So. Well, while we're talking about high school, um, I guess we can transition into your political career. And from what I understand, it started in high school. That that's correct. What was the first time you were elected? (laughs) Um, I was elected in. Uh, 1991, 92,
1: uh, for student body president, I got that experience. So I got my first taste of politics then. And, um, then I actually ran for school board and I got my butt kicked there. Um, it didn't work out. I held Nephi, but when it came to Levan, um, Levan seems to always vote <laughs> together. And I really felt the pain when the, when the, the numbers came in for Levan. <laughs> and then there was a city councilman that, uh, his name's Jim. And he, he would come over, and he did a lot of handyman work and stuff like that. And he'd always constantly tell me about these different things that the city were doing. It hey, you should run. You should run. You should really give, a, give it an opportunity. So I ran, and I actually beat him by one vote. And that was kind of a weird experience that way because, I mean, he was kind of like the mentor that was,
0: you know, had talked me into doing it and those kind of things. And so... I did that. I love that story because it's always stuck out to me and I've always remembered it as a reminder that every vote counts. <laughs> yes, very much true. Sometimes yeah. you yeah. hear about vote, you know, votes that come within a handful but to, well, and to it, come down to one vote is just crazy. They changed, they had
1: all the, the things, I mean like cards or basically pick your poison. Are you going to pull a card? Are you going to flip the coin? The yeah. Because there was seven um, votes that were still out there. Um, and even when everything changed again, it still turned out to be the exact same. In fact, I'm like, did I win? Like, I, I was like, <laughs> I won, like, that kind of thing. But that started my career that way. And and it was interesting and, and fascinating to learn the inner workings of a city. You know, it was like we'd have the guy come in to talk to us about the cemetery. And I, I was like, wow, I'm blown away with what it really takes to run a cemetery. And, you know, once again, Nephi is in a very unique spot we own our own power our our own gas our own water we own all of the utilities in our community and again that was great planning for our community and and so you get to learn about all those different things so um so that was interesting and and then um so how many terms did you serve i served uh three three terms i was in my fourth term halfway through well yeah halfway through my Fourth term and decided to run for mayor at that time. So, and then was elected um, last year or in January
0: and have been serving since then. So, what is it about serving your community in that fashion that appeals to you or that fits with your personality? Or, I, my community's
1: given me a lot over my lifetime and through different things, and I, this is part of a way to give back. And I'm honestly, going back to, to Randy. I felt like I was in college getting to learn from someone who, I mean, that old saying, if you cut someone's finger, you know, the guy probably bled Nephi, right? And and um, to be able to learn under the new th- that toolage for me was probably one of the most impactful things I had done. You know, just to give yourself selflessly to a community and, and, and just immerse yourself in all aspects of it was intriguing to me. You know, and when you can make that impact and you can make that change you know at a grassroots level and and do those things and so and I'm and I'm glad that I've been able to pass that love and passion on to my to my children and really understand it's important to go out and serve and and do and those kind of things
0: so there are a lot of small towns in Utah what is it that you think besides what you've mentioned what makes Nephi unique maybe besides just how many <laughs> utilities yeah, yeah I mean and utilities unique
1: you, you know I I think it's uh well it's kind of a crossroads, there's a lot of major main arteries of freeways and roads that come through our community, but and I think everybody would say the same thing, but I think the the pride in our community is, is amazing. The the pride and accomplishments of those around us is is something that I just always I've always felt unique about, right? And of course having Brandon come from our communities, you know, something that's totally awesome and, and to listen. To pressure machine and go back to that that was like almost a time machine experience for me to really put my thoughts and feelings in many different aspects to our community in place and look at those different things and you know there's things that you can be really proud of and there are things that you, you wish you could do different and that you could change and that you know need to be addressed but it was really that it was a soul-searching experience for me. And, and and I guess maybe it's because of Lonely Town and, and being so close to some of the individuals that that song was wrote about initially and kind of going, you know, it was it was interesting. Quiet Town. Yeah, Quiet Town, sorry. Um, I'm thinking of the other one yeah. uh, off, of, off of his... Uh, There's too many towns. Yeah, because <laughs> Lonely, I mean, Lonely Town's the one where he talks
2: about uh, the...
0: Gravitron. The Gravitron, yeah.
2: so yeah. So anyways, but... Uh, so when you first heard about Pressure Machine was coming out, uh, you weren't quite mayor yet, but you're, you're running yeah. for office at that point. Yeah. Um, what was your first kind of reaction or thought as a Killers fan learning that this album's coming out and it's about Nephi, uh, the place that you're hoping to become mayor of?
1: I was really hyped. I, I think that... Um, well, I went and listened to the Bruce Springsteen album that Nebraska, that everybody kind of drew it to. Just kind of want to see and understand a little perspective of what was going on. And then... You know, they were around Nephi shooting some videos and, and stuff, getting ready for uh, some things maybe down the road that they'll end up releasing and those kind of things. So that was that was pretty exciting um, to see those things. And I just seen it was a way that I think a broad group of individuals. That, I mean, I I followed like some of the podcasts. I know the the England podcast or the UK podcast. Um, or not podcasts, but um, Facebook pages and stuff. Mm-hmm. How they blew up. It was it was cool. It just like people get to know about my community and what it's about, right? And and those kind of things. So it was it was really exciting for me. I just thought, hey, hold on for this ride. You know, there's going to be a lot of we got a lot of free advertisement, compliments <laughs> of Brandon. You know, that yeah. you
2: can't put a price tag on. You know, kind of thing. So when you listen to like Quiet Town, you, you brought that up a minute ago. I guess, what were your thoughts? Because it goes, there's very positive messages and there's very sad, kind of, I guess, negative in there. Um, What was your takeaway on that song? Or, on I mean, the album in whole, but that song really talks about Nephi.
1: I think it's reality. I think it's the truth. I think in the the song, you know, there's people that are whispering about really what's going on and, and sometimes, unfortunately, those issues aren't addressed. I've had, with my state job, I buried a client and I had to deliver the death notice to the family. And that was probably one of the most difficult things that I ever had to do. And, you know, it was, it was a drug-related death. And, you know, and that's the side of things that I've worked deep in with. And I've seen friends that I've grown up with that have thrown away their whole lives because of substance abuse, right? And, and, and it's just not addressed and talked about sometimes, unfortunately. I think there's a paradigm shift that's occurring. Being in charge, uh, being a part of a, a coalition that deals with substance abuse. Um, you know, with this album coming out, a lot of people thought that this was a great way to kind of bring these issues to the fore- forefront, you know, and to be able to address those things and, and see those things. So, so yeah, I, I've seen all sides of Nephi, I've worked in all sides of Nephi. And, and, you know, and just like everybody, you have your positive and you have your, your negatives and then you have your in-betweens, and so... I thought it did a fair, great job of representing the whole community, overall. Did you uh, enjoy the video? I did. I, I liked the video. I thought it was really well done. The first time I heard the song was at a, a little private concert that he that he w- had was doing, and I I I was in tears a- after the song, and I walked up to Brandon and I'm like, thank you. It was like I literally. I just it and in fact it kind of makes me kind of get the hair on my head standing
0: up again and just I was like wow that just was a powerful song. So you you brought up the the train accident in, that's mentioned in Quiet Town. I wanted to ask if there's other events in the history of Nephi since you've been there that you feel really impacted the town. Maybe not necessarily tragedies, yeah. but I don't know if you guys were there when
1: in when the when they talk about the U stampede and the horse breaking its leg. Like if you guys were there that night, like that, like my wife, when at that particular thing, we have to turn. She's a horsewoman. I mean, and uh, we have to turn down the radio because she can't listen to that song. And it just visually I can replay that scenario out like none other. You know, it was it was one of those kind of things. Um, As far as cool events, I think when our, our football team won its first state title, I mean, that was pretty amazing to see happen. When the wrestling team won its first few state titles, I was off doing my college thing, and so I didn't get to see some of that, but um, you know, for my boy to be the first one to win four state titles for the rest, you know, for Juab High School, that was amazing and it's awesome to see that those that, that records now been tied and there's a few other kids that are consecutively potentially going to do the same thing. That's neat. When we brought the splash pad into the community, uh, that was that was awesome to be a part of, you know, to make that change to a swim, a pool that's been around since the 50s, and to add on to that, you know, and, and to have those conversations about what what we were going to add on and what that would look like for our community. Um, that's been, you know, amazing that way. The shutting down of the the old gym, uh, you know, I remember going roller skating there and, and doing different things and then to to watch it be shut down and tell people, hey, you know, it's probably going to be have to tore down. That's that's one of the few times that people really was like, "What are you thinking?" kind of thing. But we're talking millions and millions of dollars to fix that. That you know, or to either bring it up to code and and bring it back to its beauty, or you know, or it's going to be equally as expensive to tear it down. I would love to see it brought back because I'm a historical buff and I love history.
2: But I don't know where you know we don't have millions of dollars laying around in Nephi, so. Yeah, there's definitely a lot of memories and a lot of musical memories tied in with the with the old gym. With a lot of us that did grow up roller yeah. skating there and have different events, junior jazz games and stuff. But yeah. it's the same. The town's grown. It probably couldn't host a lot of those events anymore with with yeah. the population, anyways. But
1: I didn't know they were thinking about tearing it down. But that
2: makes makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Well, it's good.
1: It's falling in on itself. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like so the bricks. I hazard. mean.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Maybe we can uh, auction off bricks or something yeah, for a fundraiser. And... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Something like that. So, we have people you know, all around the world listening, and uh, there are people, like you said, free advertisement that comes with an album like this. And there's been people that have came and, and drove through Nephi, or they want to just go to Nephi and see whatever they want to see from the uh, album. Um, from your perspective, what are some things that people uh, should go and see once they're in Nephi that may not be on the album, they may be on the album, but what's kind of your list? If somebody has a day trip, they're coming to Nephi... They want the Brandon experience and tour, but also some things that probably should be on their radar that uh, would be cool for them to see. Definitely going
1: up the canyon. You know, I think it's one of the most beautiful canyons. And I've, believe it or not, at one time I got paid to hike for a living. And so I've seen a lot of mountain ranges and a lot of area and I just, I'd put Mount Nebo against anything, you know, to be able to go up there and, and check out things in the waterfall or go for a hike up different areas. That's, that's amazing. You know, within the community, I, I love our Pioneer Museum. Uh, you know, I think it's a it's an opportunity to understand kind of the historical um, portions of Nephi. Uh, unless the rodeo is going on or the, uh, <laughs> the the derby, you know, those are all all great things. Yeah. But you know, um, Old Mill Park and 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 and, and unfortunately, you know. Um, tubing down the Salt Creek was always, I mean, that was kind of like a ride of patches back in the day, you know, going down to the the foam plant, getting you a pe- big piece of foam and floating down that kind but, of, you know, I don't, I think those days are, once
2: again, the good old days of, it, it will never be revisited again. Yeah, but I think uh, floating on, on foam down a <laughs> that probably. Isn't, yeah, that wasn't the best advice for kids anymore. Yeah,
1: no, no, no. <laughs> so you know, those are that was definitely fun. I don't know how they continue to do this, but in Nadine Black, it was who was over the hospital food when I was growing up, and uh, literally, I, I thought she was the best cook ever, and I I loved her cook. And then what Austin has been able to, I don't know. Have you guys been down to eat, eat at the hospital? Heard about it? I've heard. Either, yeah. will, I will it, ha- happily pay for your meal. If you'd go down there and eat like that guy, I just went on a trip and we ate at some nice places and I would stack his food up against any place, anywhere. You know, he, he just has this ability. I don't know how the hospital lets him do his thing, but he'll get crab flown in from different places and he'll make amazing, you know, crab sandwiches or um, lobster rolls or, these different things and I mean that's almost for me a must you know the old places I worked aren't aren't around anymore you know Um, uh, I worked at Frosty Freeze and now it's a pizza place Um, the pizza place
2: is now a Chinese place you know these are my first jobs (laughs) kind of things so but yeah I was a big fan of the Frosty Freeze sign I've brought that up a few times and uh oh the the food so I've heard about like the prime rib I usually get pictures of people down there when they have These extravagant meals at the hospital that, I mean... I, hospital cafeteria. It, it's yeah. insane. You have, yeah. You,
0: you yeah. can go there and pay for it. You don't have to be and admitted to the hospital. Yeah, yeah, you can.
1: Yeah, you can go down there and buy it, and it's extremely affordable. Um, that's I, cool. Yeah. It's, that's one of Nephi's <laughs> best-kept secrets probably. <laughs> yeah, yeah out, it know? is. I mean, they've done some articles on it, but people might think you crazy. But, like, I I tell you, my, I, one of my favorite places
2: to go eat. So, so uh, what do you think the town... Have they embraced Pressure Machine? I haven't heard a whole lot. I'm not down there. I'll go visit parents and family and yeah. stuff like that. But as a community, do you think they've embraced the record? Do they just kind of go about their thing? Does anyone care? Is it, is yeah, it important you know, to the it's, uh, I would say
1: 90% of the community has embraced it. You know, you'll go into different businesses, um, uh, one in particular, and, and she has the annex, you know, the, the T-shirt when it came out, you know in our office there and you know those kind of things and and, uh, you can drive around the community or even my little um, uh, where I live uh, there's kids jumping out on a trampoline maybe listening to the music or different things you know my my best friend who's been out of the community for 25 years plus and lives in San Diego like he wanted you know we listened to the album when he came up and He's like, all my friends have been talking about this, and you know, and I need to listen to the album, you know. To but he wanted fill it touch it, be back in Nephi to do those things, and so we drove around the different, you know, did those different things. So, um, I haven't heard a lot of negative, or maybe
2: I'm so much of a super fan that people just don't. <laughs> but yeah, I haven't really heard anything negative. I just uh, wasn't sure if it was a. It seems like it's almost. Back when I was in Nephi, if something happened like you were talking about, the whole town knew about it, and it was, like, in the Times News. I remember uh, I saw some old Times News articles, which is our Nephi paper, yeah. that my parents will bring out. And, like, from back in the earlier days, it'll say, you know, when a family member came to visit from, like, Montpelier, Idaho, who they were and who they came yeah. to see and how many days they were there. Like, yeah. everything was, everyone's almost intermingled business to, to now it's, uh, it's separated a little bit. It's not that same. Everybody knows everybody. Everybody knows where everyone's going on vacation. When they came back, what they did, the whole itinerary. Uh, so with this album, I guess I think I was expecting more of a. The town is going to stop. We're going to have a parade. Brandon's going to come through the the town and the parade, and we're all going to come out and play the music or or something like that. And yeah, you see a little things online when the videos and stuff came out. Some people will post them and stuff, but I I don't know what I was expecting. You know, Brandon. I I don't think
1: he cares about the fanfare. Or I mean, I I think he's a more of a private individual, and just likes to be. A, I I would love for Brandon to be able. I remember when um, Bruce Willis bought the community up in Idaho, and or I think it was Idaho or wherever they bought the community, right? And they were basically able to go around and like the townspeople, like don't don't mess with them like you know th- just let them do their things you know just like be a part of the community and be able to to let your hair down and not have to worry about the constant show and and someone bugging you for an autograph and those things and I guess that goes back to going backstage and meeting those you know I trust me I like the autograph and there's a all of the albums hanging on my wall with his sign. you know <laughs> and sign. but I I, I I would love Brandon to be able to come back to the community and just feel like he could walk around town and not have anybody, you know, unless he, hi, how are you doing, those kind of things. And and I think that's the world that he would like to live in. I can't imagine the pressure that he's constantly under having millions of people, you know, wanting to be on top of you or wanting your time every two seconds and not to be able just to enjoy Mother Nature and look at this and, you know and enjoy that and those kind of things and so i, I so i think when he has opportunities not to have the fanfare he really just likes things just downplayed and just like let me enjoy you know me, he probably wants to reminisce down at the old mill park about you know something there or, or the park or, you know whatever and just like let me be in the moment or second and this is just my perspective and thoughts just from little bits and pieces that, that i know of of him and those kind of things and so um
0: anyways. Yeah, I think there's
2: uh, something to fame. I mean, everyone thinks, oh, it would be cool to be a rock star or, or doing all this stuff, but I mean, you know, I'm busy enough in my own life. I know you're extremely busy. You're, you're a mayor of a town, and even though it's not a major metropolitan area, uh, like you were saying when we first got started, it's, it takes a lot of time, mm-hmm. and it takes a lot of dedication. Uh, time's that by millions of people every time you go out wanting some of your time and energy, and, you, you know, I do think it would be taxing, so yeah, I don't know uh, where I'm going with that, yeah, but I, I, I agree with you there. I can only
1: relate on a small thing is if I go like if I go to the store now, my wife and family doesn't expect me back for an hour and a half to almost two hours. I might be going to get a a, a bottle of milk or what have you, a jug of milk, and and I mean literally people want to talk, and, and I gladly give my time to them, but a trip to the store is not um, a jump in jump out and that kind of thing there's always someone that wants a few minutes of your time you know and 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 those kind of things and i can't imagine just compounding that by a trillion times and that's probably you know what what he has to deal with on a on a every
0: moment existence kind of thing so so if someone moved to nephi and they felt like they didn't really fit in or they weren't really being embraced or Maybe they were a little bit different. What, what would you say to them to help them uh, maybe feel more comfortable about living there? I would say,
1: well, come find me, I guess, and <laughs> um, and, and try to find a way to get involved in, in, in something. You know, um, step out of your comfort zone a little bit, and hopefully um, that you stepping out would be reciprocated by opportunity and, and those different things. And I know that that's something that... that Always has to be worked on, and but I but I would hope that I mean I I like gladly if someone tracked me down and and wanted help in kind of connecting or finding their little niche, um, then that's definitely that's always been me my whole life I've kind of hung out in all different levels of the world you know and I, I think that's going back to my high school experience and becoming the student body president is. I was able to span everywhere from jock to your parking lot crew, right? And my and my friends I I didn't stick with this click and hang out with that click. I spanned I that whole thing and um, because I just looked for the impact of that in that individual and them as a person and, and those kind of things. And I, I think that's in general in society what we need to do a better job of is, is looking at that person and and, and realizing, you know, here's their strengths, here's their weaknesses. How can I help them exist in this world or community, and to make it a better place for all of us? Um, that skill set is quickly dwindling away, and and that's something that I think going back to that really small community, Phil, um, you know, that's what that's what you did. You're you a small community. You 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 were dealing with those issues on on a daily bit I guess not issues but you had a small group of people that you were constantly around and you, you needed to find ways to make it work or to adjust your lifestyle and now it's big enough where if I don't fit in with you then then that's not my that's not my crowd or thing and then I think people get alienated or or segregated out of situations and that's unfortunate so you know trying to if we grow find a way to maintain, that safe feeling because you know i mean i was a moving and and if in my great introduction to the community puking you know <laughs> talk about way to way to kind of set yourself apart but yet you know uh wade garrett befriended me and in fact it was shortly after the 50 year anniversary for the youth stampede and the first youth stampede he let me wear his 50 year anniversary belt buckle to that to that stampede right and it's you know, and it's those kind of things, and still to this day, Wade and I are pretty close. And, you
2: know, we—anyways, I could go on, sorry, but— No, that's, that's great. Uh, you said uh, that you already got your tickets to the concert coming up in August. Uh, what is it? August. August. Uh, is, there, is there any songs that you're just hoping to hear live, maybe that you haven't heard, or some of your favorite songs? What If you could put together somewhat of a playlist, what, what would you want that to be? Um, for sure— I, like,
1: I really like Cody. I think it goes back kind of to the theme that we talked about, right? Um, and so I really like that song. Um, I would uh, Be Still. I like Be Still. Um, Here With Me, I like that song. Joyride is one of my all-time favorites. Tyson versus Douglas is another one that I really like. In fact, sometimes what I do when he has different concerts, I'll go see what the, when they post the actual playlist, mm-hmm. I will download and put that like as the playlist to listen to for different ones. I like Little Miss Atomic Bomb. I would love for him to do Oh Ruby again. I loved when he did that on Sawdust. And then I, I, I like his Christmas stuff too. I, I know that. <laughs> that sounds kind of weird. No, I but, think that's an underrated Christmas yeah,
2: album. I yeah. got into it this year.
1: Yeah. Um, it, my dream someday is to have, you know. Well, I guess we'll have to bring that actual float parade, the Christmas float parade, back. But to just be blaring out all of his Christmas music, you know, all of the killer's Christmas music
2: during that time, right? So, I but, think I think we got something there. Yeah. yeah. So, anyways, no, that'd be good. I uh, I was gonna ask you about Cody. I,
1: I in that particular song, that one actually draws me. Away from Nephi to burst in Ponds. So, um, I, I and, and you know I don't know if you guys. Well, I don't know if it was still taking place when you. But the sound, Sundowners, um, a local, uh, state of Utah, motorbike gang,
2: used to come down. Or do you ever? Do you guys ever remember this? I've heard stories. I don't think I. it so, Might have been just a little after our time. Yeah. So before, they, I guess. Yeah.
1: They used to come down and they would paint their insignia, on the road that would take you down into Burston's ponds and they would come down and they would just have, I mean, that's the first time I ever seen like sheets that were movie screens. Like they would take over Burston's ponds for three or four days. Um, and just like, there were plenty of alcoholic beverages around and different things. And I could just imagine that that's where they, <laughs> you know, cause I mean, that was kind of a thing to do if you were brave enough to to try to go steal your alcoholic beverages, that would... I was never brave enough. i You were going to go
2: fight the Sundowners yeah, for that? Yeah, that yeah, yeah. Whiskey. I
1: thought that was pretty crazy. I was just... <laughs> I felt cool riding my fat cat down there, my Honda fat cat, and, uh, you know, tooling around with all these guys with all their big bikes and different things. But that, I, for some whatever reason, that song just takes me to that with all the coolers and and, and, and different things. But I was never brave enough
2: for that adventure. Uh, yeah, I've heard plenty of stories about Burston's Pond and... Uh, I think it kind of does encompass the whole Juab area. I mean, yeah. we say Nephi and well, I, you know, but we can be—we've said you know anywhere from Rocky Ridge clear out to yeah. almost Scipio or somewhere like that. But it's just kind of nice how people can have those individual memories uh, that can relate. Even you know, I have a different memory than you have on that same song, but it doesn't really matter. We can go there in our mind and, and yeah. relive those moments, and and uh, I yeah. guess run from b- biker gangs if need be. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Um, well, yeah, I did want to ask about, you know, some of the themes on Pressure Machine and how you feel they represent maybe some of the things you encounter at, at work, you know, maybe that aren't, maybe Nephi specific, you know, I guess you haven't mentioned really the what you do for your day job, but some of the challenges maybe that youth today Yeah, face I, that... I, I think,
1: and even going back, and you guys did a really good job of covering this in, in, in one of your conversations, but... Um, When you talked about um, terrible things and growing up and and trying to find your sexuality in a community, you know, such as Nephi, um, having had different friends and um, seeing some of the struggles that youth go through these days and being able to address that issue. And it's unfortunate that there's so many. Sorry, it kind of gets you emotional when you think about it, because I know. The suicide attempts, or the different things that occur or have occurred, because of those feelings, or the the being lost and not knowing how to how to find yourself, and those things, and then, I mean, that can lead down to different ways to to numb the pain or to deal with the, those issues. Right? If if it's not suicide, then and drug use or or, or more da- different dangerous behaviors, and so, you know, I think that helping people deal and and, and to address those issues, I think, is something that that I'm seeing a lot more of. Even suicide in general is, unfortunately is, um, especially since the coronavirus stuff is, and uh, there just seems to be such an increase in mental health issues. And um, trying to, and you know, and I think Brandon's done a good job in other songs to kind of address some of these issues or he's been outspoken about some of these things. But to be able to have someone see a little bit of light or, or see someone that's willing to, to be open and honest about issues that in their family or in general that they're dealing with and to be able to, okay, it's okay to talk about it, or it's okay to seek help, or it's okay to, you know, to do those things. I, I see that quite
0: often and, and hopefully people can look at it and address it that way. Yeah. I think there are times when people all over the world, even when they're surrounded by millions of other people, can you, you know it's still very possible to feel isolated and i think like you mentioned that's one of the great things about nephi is even though it's smaller you might not be surrounded by as many people i think that tends to to make people reach out more you know every more people notice you even though there are fewer people there to notice just because it's easier to see the individuals when there's not such a big crowd i yeah, guess yeah It's easy. you know i had a boss
1: and he and he really drove home this point and then i kind of followed it up later on where he would, we'd go out places and like in at to someplace to eat and he would make sure that he would say hi to every individual that we came across. And I'm like, what are you doing? Like kind of thing, like you, and I'm like, did you grow up in a small town or something? He's like, no, I grew up in the heart of Salt Lake. And I'm like, why are you doing that then? I mean, that's more like, you know, the Nephi wave when you're driving or, you know, when you used to drag Maine or seeing your friends or whatever. And I'm like, help me understand this. And he said, you know, um, there's a, there's studies out there that say if if you at least say hi to someone or give them the time of your day, that that might be the one thing that will stop them, or or, or make them feel like, hey, I'm noticed. Someone no, noticed me. I that that makes me feel happier or what have you, and might make a difference and an impact on those people's lives. And so. Um, you know, you're right, is you can keep those. And I hope that that's one thing that, that doesn't go away is that that nod in a wave and, and at least acknowledging, you know, somebody in the community or opening a door for whoever's walking in or uh, buying the drink. You know, I, I got a drink this morning and I went to pay for it and it had already been paid for by the vehicle and, in front of me. And that person who's giving me my drink, uh, my, my daily fix of caffeine, knows exactly what my drink is right and and she's able to memorize probably 200 different drinks that come through that thing you know those are the small little differences that i think that matter to people right and anyways
2: i could get going forever on that so sorry yeah i remember one of the first times i took my wife down to nephi and we were just kind of driving around and i did the little small town the, the wave yeah. and she goes oh who, who was that i don't know <laughs> You know, and, uh, she, she's, from, yeah, she's, from a, she's from a bigger town, but, you know, not too far away. And, you know, then I kind of explained, like, that's just what we do. We, we wave to each other and it doesn't matter if you know them or not. You just, yeah. that's the friendly thing that you do down there. So maybe if you come to visit Nephi, you can fit in like a local if you, if you wave a little bit. But um, I like what you were saying about Brandon and, and the mental illness thing. I think that's something as a society we're getting a little better at and community we're getting a little better at or understanding or, or I don't know. I think with his wife, what uh, was it the last album or two albums ago that really focused on on her situation and things that have happened there, and, and some of the stuff he's put out since is giving people the the feeling that they might not be alone. I yeah. think a lot of times with that kind of stuff, uh, whether it's you know dealing with sexuality or, or just different mental struggles and stuff we have, uh, when that kind of stuff comes up, we feel kind of alone or isolated or embarrassed. Uh, in small towns, you know, it, it is kind of one of those things you don't want people to think you're crazy, you don't want the whole town talking about you, or, you know, you have the kind of an ego or something you want to protect, the family image, it could be any of those things, but I do think that's something uh, with that song and with some of his other songs that have kind of help people say, you know, it's, it's okay, we can address this, we can deal with it, and, and hopefully move forward to not make it such a, a faux pas in the society or, you know, especially around our town anyway.
1: Well, it's definitely, um, we talked about the advertisement side of it as far as generating like here's Nephi, but I think the internal rally cry that's occurred for the community, um, specifically that targeted community, is exactly what you say. You know, like I said, I'm involved in a few different organizations that like, hey, like in the song it talks about this, this is a way that we can, let people know that they're not alone or different things, you know, or, or that experience, because it's, you know, that commonality of, Hey, you know, it can, it can be here, happen anywhere, but it's, it's at least been brought out to that
0: forefront to make it a conversation, you know, and, Mm -hmm. and to be more mindful and aware. So as we come to a close here, is there anything else you want? You would, you would want Killers fans around the world to know about Nephi? You know, there's so many things that I think sometimes you,
1: you just take the little things for granted. Um, I would definitely um, say it's a warm welcoming community. I, I, I love the the mountain view um, that you that you get within the community. Or right? one of my favorite things and trying to preserve this as much as possible, is I love pulling off the first exit in our community, and um, not why they when the why the haze up, but why it, it's either being watered or it's been freshly cut and and come into the valley. And just see all that green and lush and, and just the, the vastness of the valley and how beautiful it can be. Um, that's one of my favorite things to do when I pull off that first exit. In fact, it drives my children crazy because they, they they are firm believers that if I would take the center exit, that I would be cutting the time off. Wow. And, <laughs> and, and, but for me, it's just that that first exit when you pull off and drive into the valley and and kind of look out that way, and you you have Mountain Evil on this side, and and to do those things, you know, is awesome to to do. Yeah, my dad was a truck driver his whole life, and he used to always tell me about the importance of three exits for, you know, businesses and and different places, and and he said that really, as you drive into a community, that first glance of what you have as you drive off that exit, or you look off that exit, is, is that first impression of what you're what you're going into or what you're, what you're seeing. And so, you know, we'd travel all over and he'd say, look at this, does that look appealing to you? And like, no. And those different things. And um, I just love that appeal that we have pulling off and, and trying to preserve it, but yet let growth happen. Right. Because North to South or, or or the big thing is do we cross the railroad tracks and go down into the, into the, the field, the West fields. Right. Um, and, and take out that kind of, That beauty and there's a lot of people that are. This is a staunch line. Do not pass the railroad tracks and build that way. We're okay with this north-souths
2: expansion, but like you know, kind of thing. So that's why they pay you the big bucks, I guess. That's (laughs) about my pay grade. Yeah, I've definitely got opinions, but yeah.
1: Well, what you guys are doing, I think, is really awesome, and I and I think it continues to. I listened to the lady from the UK on. On My Way, I guess that's the latest one. Mm -hmm. And just listen to, you know, I think that you guys are constantly promoting the community and just telling how it is. You know, there's the right, wrong, and indifferent, and everything in between. It's just like every other place, and you have your positive, and you have your negatives, and, you know, and and how you kind of bring up all the different little cool stories. You know, there's all those
2: little subsets of the songs. and Yeah, it's kind of interesting to go back and, and see... Uh, we talked to one of Brandon's friends. Um, it hasn't came out yet, but I guess by the time this is, it's came out. And he said, I think he worded it better than we we have or what we've been trying to say. And he said, I think the community and Nephi had more of an impact on Brandon's life than he realized at the time. Yeah. And you can see that in some of the earlier songs, like, you know, uh, the Gravitron or Main Street or the Sinclair Stations.
1: Yeah, well, the two-star town, I remember when, um, so I presented to council early on. Um, that I wanted to rename that street, um, where Brandon lived, um, rename it and, and I and that was kind of well, they we called this a two star town. Well in actuality we were a small community and you're but you know, like <laughs> the real situation is it, it is kind of that. And you know, and but that doesn't mean you can have pride in your
2: town, you know. I mean Yeah, I think with the two star town and, and me and Jimmy have talked about it on the podcast of like we want to be, you know, recognized or admit that you're from a Nephi yeah. or or whatever. But I think it's the same. You're growing up, and you might you have a love hate. Like yeah. some of it, you can't wait to get out, and then you get out and you realize what you had or yeah. what the community was. And I think that's a lot of those songs. There's there's the things talk about the beauty of the small town and the things that were going on there. Uh, you know, going down to the park, whatever. But then there's also the I can't wait to get out. Yeah. You know, explore my freedom. And some of that, you, you get out and, and you can't wait to come back. But I think if it was a Walt Disney, you know, type experience of, oh, it was the best place ever, it wouldn't be authentic, it wouldn't be true, yeah. and, and we wouldn't be doing this podcast now because yeah. He, yeah. No, no one would buy it.
1: Yeah, no, and, and I, I, it's almost like that you don't appreciate, you know, you don't fully appreciate your father at the time, but as you age and understand some of the life lessons and things that... that made you who you are and and then it's like going back and appreciating that i mean and and if i could definitely be that catalyst you know i think some of my strongest attributes come from me growing up in that community and you know and but yet i understand there's other things that you know that 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 then it made people dislike things because mm-hmm. you know their experience and so but yeah, so I I think over age, you age, you have your children, and you go back, and you go back to your family home and those memories and stuff come back. Yeah, I
2: think that's part of how we got pressure machine is he wanted to come down and show his kids kind of where yeah. he grew up.
0: you have any places online where people can connect with you if, um, um, if you want to share they can your, go. your handles uh, uh
1: accounts? Nephi oh, City, here. the Nephi City official page, it has my uh, Nephi a- uh, email address. Um, as far as... Ironically, it's it's really a good one. It's Nephi JD Seely on Instagram and on Twitter. I have a JD Seely and then Mayor Seely. Uh, it's at Nephi Mayor Seeley Is that one? So good. don't have too many followers. So if you want to blow that one up, <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> um, but I'm more of a reposter. Like I like to post a lot of stuff about our community and you know did the different events and you know so and so's looking for uh hiring here or, or like
0: this is something great that some kid did in the community or those kind of things so yeah sounds like a great way for someone who wants to come to understand nephi better to get a, a good taste of what it's like and what what life is there is like yeah,
1: better picture this is mayor Seely and another episode out for lonely town